comes. Kyanos, flesh comes. A new depth, a new fountain, a new depth, a new fountain. Kyanos! In Jesus' name. Seem as if our keyboard is no more cooperating. So just be seated for a moment. When it starts, just find a seat if you can. They snap each other, you know they pray now. Hmm? Me that has been watching you. <laughs> Do you know where this my eyes has traveled to? I see everything. Look at your face now. Come. If you want, we'll check. If I I can wipe your face with no sweat. Are you even reading your Bible? Let me show you something. Because of you, let me show others. Psalms chapter 63. Psalms chapter 63. What's your name? Someone, let me show you. Oh God, thou art my God. Early will. I. Do you even have Bible? Where is it now? Bring it, bring it, bring it. Can't pray like this and not have your Bible. Yes, now this is how some kind of weird prayer ministry started. Because when you pray, you start having encounters. Things start happening. Angels start coming. All kinds of things and prophetic. All those things start breaking out. The tendency is to leave the word out and then be waiting for prophecy, be waiting for encounter, be waiting for angel. And that's how something, some of them started good. And then they veered off. No, sit down, no, sit down. You'll be my guy. Hmm? And as a matter of fact, anytime I come to meet him and I start like this, then there is something we need to handle. He said, Oh God, thou art my God, early will. I. Is this Bible your own? Eh? And is this new? Are you sure you are making use of it? Okay, they just brought it. Where is your pen now? You don't have pen. How can you come? You don't have pen. Every prophet that went to meet God had had a parchment and something to write on. It's not when God starts speaking and say. Hey, Go away, so let me go and bring something to write. No. The reason why you didn't come with something is that you didn't expect God to speak. Every prophet, and we're a prophetic generation, we expect God to speak all the time. You like being in the bedroom, you like being in the kitchen, you like being on the road, God can speak. If you have Jota, you write it. You can't tell him, it's possible you can pray for 100 hours, God will not speak. 
And then when you, you fast for seven days, God didn't speak. When you are not eating, He will speak. You can't tell Him what to do and how to do it. Do you even know you might be doing something good and God didn't speak? And the day you did something bad, that's the day He spoke. Sometimes I don't understand it. Just to show you that He is speaking not on the basis of merit. Hey, you are now ready. Welcome to service. It's now you came. I don't look at it. it said, "Early we I. I is the spirit man. Seek thee. The second one is what? My soul. That is your soul. And then he said, "My flesh don't get after thee." So, you know, man is in three dimensions. Spirit, soul, and body. Are you with me? So, this man is saying, I, my spirit, then my soul, then my body, my flesh. All of us, all of the three dimensions is seeking you. So, I see some people say, they are seeking God, and there is no imprint on their physical body. I don't believe it. Even the pattern that Jesus set for us, shows that, see, Jesus is not just our Savior. He is not just our Lord. He is also the pattern man. Such that if we want to be correct, what we need to do is to live the way He lived. So He set an example for us. So people like Paul will say, follow me. Say, follow Christ. So that, that means that His opinion about matters is the correct, is sacrosanct. For example, they will come and ask Jesus, this woman now that married is it five or six and they died, who will now be the husband? There is no way you can answer that question from, from time, from natural. It's only he that is from above that can answer that kind of question. This is it. Your spirit, your soul, your body have to be engaged. Have you seen people that are in Navy Jew, they are praying, and then they sleep up, you wake them up. They say, they are, I'm praying, praying. He is not praying, he is gone. He is not praying. If you are praying, your body will be with you. In case you don't know, as far as this earth is concerned, your body is the most important, actually. Yes. If you lose your body, if you lose your body, you don't have license. Even God, that is spirit, needed a body for him to operate here. So, Jesus will come and pray and the scripture will say that the sweat that is coming out from his body is like drops of blood. Blood. His body. Paul will come and say, henceforth, let no man trouble me. He said, Paul said, in fastings often, in washings often, tribulations persecutions often not once in a while often <laughs> we need to evaluate the gospel we believe you see and that is why we are not having their results the apostolic has a travail there is there is the apostolic travail that's what gives birth the prophetic has all these things they have travail 
there is such a regimen that those first um, generation of believers we have passed through and they became what they were you bring tell them they are about to die they are not bothered their context is let's not die the way Jesus they hung Jesus like this turn us, up, turn us up, upside down that's the kind of life they live me and face one or two things and I know you can't do that without a supernatural empowerment without something that has happened to you to an extent that you can utter that kind of statement if you say you, you can say you can do it in the flesh and a day will come and circumstances will come to reveal your weaknesses and incapacities it is then that we find out that you didn't have anything at all you see there are many forms as if we have something but circumstances comes to reveal it so when you seek God indeed your body will your body will know. yes so as you are now you don't need handkerchief is it not true after these two hours of also of groaning you need handkerchief but unfortunately you didn't you don't need handkerchief and if i ask you now you say you are on the camera have you heard of men like Philip and Stephen? Their own was in the kitchen. But they were there and they were crying, Oh God, what you are doing to Peter, do to me. After some seasons, there, there was a technology that was lost along the line in the generations of God upon the face of the earth. It was the Enoch transport. The last time a man boarded it, it was Elijah. But in the day of Philip, he was using it as if it was his private car. If he wants to go and preach at anywhere, he will just climb it and go. Meanwhile, he was not numbered among. You don't. We don't have excuse. Don't have excuse. Don't have excuse. You can say I'm a lady. There are two women that we are called Priscilla and Aquila. See, there is in the scripture. In the epistles, when you look at the epistles, two things will strike you. One is revelation. The revelation, the depth of revelation with which they were written. Another thing that will strike you is utterance. See this thing utterance is your your weight of utterance is actually dependent on your access to revelation. You don't need much utterance if you don't have much revelation actually. It is when you have much revelation you will need a divine ability to communicate it. That is why Paul have what is what he received, he spoke in the book of Ephesians. He said that the things I'm telling you was hidden to profess before. God decided to reveal it in the dispensation of the end of the times. He said, this one I'm telling you, he said, how that by revelation. This kind cannot be entered into except by revelation. So when he entered into too much of revelation, the scripture said, he now went from city to city begging for prayer. His prayer is that utterance will be, because if utterance is not granted to him, he will die with that revelation and a generation, in fact, we self, will be robbed of the depth of insight. 
the things that that man was brought into look at the book of first corinthians chapter 11 when he was communicating to us the depth of the things he touched in the communion table the table of the lord when he spoke he said that which i have received of the lord meanwhile he was not a physical participant of the ceremony when he took place at that room when jesus was there he was the 12 the apostles of the lamb that was there but he said that which i've received peter didn't receive it john didn't receive it how did paul receive it that's the question you ask yourself we you see that men have authority in the kingdom the audacity is dependent on the access that they have been granted into revelation because the building blocks in the kingdom is revelations that is what we build with anything that is not built on revelation with it it can't stand the test because revelation brings you into god's economy it in in the kingdom we are we build by dispensing dispensing that is why actually the scripture that, that is what the scripture is divided into what we call dispensation it simply means that in certain seasons god decided to dispense himself in a manner so you come and say dispensation of the law of grace it means that in this time it is still god at work that is why men that don't understand this think that the law is bad the law is not bad in fact the scripture said the law is holy it is just that in its dispensation it was not able to achieve its purpose huh? this is what we want we are saying this is water water is inside dispensing oh i'm talking to medical so why am i using your language so we want to dispense hmm? and our target is to get this place get spray water around this place meanwhile if i use this water will touch you but it won't spray so when i pour this water now and it's pouring water is pouring but i'm not achieving my purpose it's just like somebody that wants to iron his clothes you know there is this spray water sometimes your you if you use cold water starch you might need the thing to spray some water on your clothes imagine if you use this what you will do is to pour water it's not spray water at the end you didn't achieve anything the purpose is defeated so the scripture said that the law was disbanded because it was ineffective that is the major purpose there is a a target in the heart of god and the law was not able to do it it, it was it revealed the standard of god but the revelation of the standard of god is not the end the revelation of the standard of god is actually the beginning god's purpose is to bring men up to his standard so when god revealed his standard the Lord just shows you. And then it was there. It is there that you now understand that in the flesh you are so weak. In fact, they in fact men didn't know how much they are weak in the flesh and how much sin abides in the flesh until the Lord came and showed them. And when they now saw it, people like Paul said, When the Lord came and now saw my sinfulness. That is why grace has to come. Because in grace, it is not just that is why people like Paul spoke about the law. Why am I saying this? Why am I teaching this now? This is not what I want to say. That's why people like Paul came and spoke and said that the law is the schoolmaster. 
that leads us to grace. Do you know what it means? Like when you are, I don't know, when you are in primary two, especially between nursery school and primary two and three, many children, many kids, they don't want to go to school. Sometimes they wake up. Those days, sometimes we wake up and there is a cartoon they used to show by 6 a.m. in the morning. After, after morning devotion, we will now on television and watch the cartoon. And then, before you know it, they say school, school. And then my mother or my father will now bring out there, there is this there is this pain that they used to flow. She will now bring it out. You know, there is a way the parents call their children's name. My name is Chedu. So if my mother call me, Edunwa, then then is a good thing. But if she, if she say, Chinedu, hey, that one is not the one you answer. That one is the one you hide because something is happening. Something is about to land. So when they scream your name like that, school again that day we didn't want to go to school but we are compelled by the schoolmaster sometimes they will be doing work class work if you ask us that are students we don't want to do it but when you when you get to over 10 they will flog you meanwhile the purpose of the schoolmaster the law is to bring you to the point where you will cry out for grace when you come to that point, his job is achieved. So when men lead you by the law beyond that point, then it has become legalism. You can't achieve God's purpose by that means. So that is why most times um, men that don't that the law has not dealt with this thing, they, it doesn't end actually. It is beyond this dimension. Give me my strings. <laughs> you notice this dimension doesn't just end in the new birth. It continues in the experience of salvation. Because um, salvation is in two dimensions. There is the legal part and there is the organic part. The legal part is already fulfilled when a man proclaimed and, and, and accepted Jesus as his Lord and Savior. That legal part is done. But there is the organic part. Because just like the scripture said, that um, Christ has been made unto us sanctification. But you still notice you are struggling with pornography and masturbation. That means, now, legally it is already done and the papers are handed over to you in the name of Jesus. But experientially we have not seen it work. Actually, priesthood. This is what is priesthood. Priesthood is the distance between what is in the heart of God, His purposes, and His manifestation. What you do between God's purpose and His manifestation is what we call priesthood. So if there is no priesthood, there is no actualization of purpose. Sometimes you need to sacrifice to see purpose come to pass. Sometimes you need to do anything you are doing especially in the context of the kingdom to get God's purpose to come to pass is what we call priesthood. So you now notice that in the fulfillment of God's agenda, prayer is the most important thing you can do 
to get his project to come to pass. What did I land here? So, this is what I'm saying. So, when you look at the experiential dimension, you will now see that the law is still needed. Look at it. But in the legal dimension, it is already settled that the regime has gone. But in the experience, it is still needed. Because when I, because people now know me as a man of prayer, now wake up one day and want to pray in my strength, that day the Lord needs to teach me that if a man will pray, he needs grace. In the experience now, in the organic now, are you now seeing it now? Meanwhile, it is settled originally from the beginning in the judicial context, context that the law has been done away and my oppression in this new regime is by grace but that is legal in experience every step we take experientially have to be powered by grace and in the day a believer refused to acknowledge grace the law will still come as a schoolmaster to teach you so you will struggle and struggle in the same matter until you cry out for grace it has happened to me when I didn't know what was happening because some days I will come and pray and everywhere we charge sometimes one half, two, three four five, six how many hours have you prayed the most? one are you not up to 20 years? huh? Okay, you are late in destiny can you be 20 years you are, you are just praying one hour what do you intend to achieve? As you are now, if they, if they give you one slice of bread in the morning, you are not making comparison where well. they give you one slice of bread in the morning and they expect you to run with it every day. One slice of bread, one slice of bread. That's how people are running their destiny. See, prayer is prayer is an investment. There is a collector in heaven that collects our prayer and God begins to respond to matters on earth according to the measure that has been filled in heaven remember the scripture forgotten the chapter in revelation he said that, that an angel came and what he was carrying was a vial full of the prayers of the saints when he became full then the, there are at least four witnesses to show that your prayer has reached a measure in heaven One of it is thunder. Anyway, that's not where I want to go. Because you need the ministry of the interpreter to bring you early perspective of what is happening in heaven. On the day of Pentecost, people that is outside on the street came and said that these men are filled with new wine because they are staggering. If there, were, if there was nobody like, like, like Peter on that day, People will go out from there saying that is new. there is a new drink, hot drink that entered. That's what these guys took. But Peter was able to attend council meeting in heaven. And he told them, no, no, no. Eh? There was a sound. What left heaven was a sound. What appeared in the room was cloven tongues of fire. So when we come in the natural and we see fire, we need to go to heaven to find out what left heaven. This is what I'm saying. In heaven... What left was thunder, but what when he appeared in the natural, we, we might not it might be another thing in the natural. 
So when I come and tell you that we experience magnitude 10.4 earthquake is is heavenly language I'm using. So maybe you'll be waiting for when this building, this physical building might shake. It can shake. I have slept on bed and they shook. But that's not the target. That's not the target. When something that has stayed stagnant for years suddenly bursts forth into life, that means a tornado was added there that can move it to begin to work. If you go to heaven, they will tell you that what they released was an earthquake. If you come here, they will tell you what it is. is breakthrough. God gave me breakthrough. God gave me breakthrough. In heaven, they said is an earthquake. That's what it, it will take to move the territory to the next level. An earthquake. But when it comes in the natural, people will say, Aye, we are now praying. People are now praying. People now love God. Oh, people. No, no. In heaven, what left is another matter. So, you need somebody to visit there often so that he will know what happened. So that we understand the technology. In case we need to invent it any day. Understanding helps us to replicate. You see, something can happen to you without you understanding it. It's okay. But if you want it to happen again, you must have to. If you want to teach people, you must have to understand. Amen. I want to show us something. Maybe one or two things on priesthood. Then I will find three people. There are three people that God told me to find. Hmm? Pastor, are you sure this place is not too small? We need to find a bigger place to find a bigger place. The house. We need to. 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 To find a bigger place. We need to find a bigger place. The question God said I should ask you is how can you take a pipe that should water a field and use it to water a room? Is a question. It doesn't have answer. It's response. A pipe that should water a field. Why are you watering it in, in the room? Let me show you something in the scripture. Let's see. Um, how will I start? Holy Spirit, help me. Let's do Hebrews chapter 7. my songs. No, 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 no. Just be following me. Don't be carried away. I will send you away. Don't be following me. Find me. Be follow. Be careful. The song might be sweet in your ear, but that is not there. He said, for this Melchizedek, so at this this scripture is starting, assuming 
before the way this scripture started, you will know that something has happened before here. So let's find the verse before this. Let's find the verse before this. He said, Whether the forerunner is for us entered, even Jesus made a high priest forever after the order of Melchizedek. Now, the next verse. For this Melchizedek, king of Salem, priest of the Most High God, it was in Melchizedek and his revelation that we began to understand the possibility of merging king and priest. Men don't understand that order. In the realm of man, you can either be a king or you are a priest. What the scripture said by saying, you have made you unto me kings and priests, is not it's not that. <laughs> so there is something I will say now. It's our elder that taught us that way, but it's not completely correct. It's not that some are kings and some are priests. Everybody is a king priest. Everybody. It's a matter of fact. God has given every man a throne to sit upon. It's just that men don't under understand the shape of the realm of the spirit. So they think maybe the one that is in the politics is the one that has a throne. Who said so? A teacher in class has a throne. A man in the business place has a throne. Do you know that an aboki that is mending shoe can be the one sitting on the throne of this territory? He's the one, he's the custom officer. He's the one that determines what enters and leaves. I'm, I'm a custom officer too, so I know. Yes. If you become an intercessor and a watcher for long, you will be a custom officer. Because your job as a watcher is to stay on your watch and check what enters and what leaves. That's the custom officer. If you notice contraband, you start warning the people that is involved. See something is coming deal with it so what God the intention of God by this is to show us that the power of a throne is traced to this priesthood we never knew we never knew that the strength of a throne is, is in his priesthood so, so this is what an average believer doesn't know so they will come and tell you uh, we, we, are, we, we are businessmen you, you are pastors <laughs> there is something pastor won't tell you it's not every day he preached powerfully that he prayed it's only his wife that will know that sometimes he's sick and came to church all kinds of things he's a normal human being we are there now this is the point I'm trying to make eh? don't think your pastor is too powerful as a matter of fact when you do business here it's a spiritual business but spiritual business is such that it can superimpose itself in the natural you see the natural realm is a victim of the spiritual realm so what we encode in the spiritual realm begins to happen here so if we traffic with angels long in this place what will happen is that here we, there are some angels will be permanently posted here. 
Even though this is a physical location, it will become a portal in the spirit. Such was the stone upon which Abraham offered sacrifice. Jacob stumbled on it and, and slept. He said, I slept on a stone. That stone is, is a physical stone, but it's a spiritual portal. And is, as of that time, is the strongest altar on the earth. Such that the 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 altar stretched to the heat heavens. The Bible said that he looked and he saw Yahweh sitting. What kind of altar is that? Don't worry, it's remaining ten minutes. We'll fly. We'll fly. We'll fly. Yeah, yeah, we'll fly. The reason why we need to fly is that the Bible says, Woe to the inhabitants of the earth. But he said, We are seated with Jesus far above. So the that I'm on earth doesn't mean I'm I'm on that I'm here walking on the ground physically doesn't mean I'm there are spirits, there are people that walk on this earth. They are not earth dwellers, they dwell in heavenly places. Brothers and sisters, let me tell you how it is advantage in the spirit. You can achieve more when your height increases. Let me, Holy Spirit, help me to be disciplined in Jesus' name. Amen. Receive grace. So, this is what I, I, I want to say. Um, it is from here that we began to reduce a little. You are a little too loud. It is here that we begin to understand that, sorry I'm facing you, is not intentional. It is here that we noticed that there is something that is traveling from the eternal realm. This is a teaching session. A teaching that is as a result of a revelation. If you go down in this, you will find out that they spoke about Melchizedek describing that man. And he said he doesn't have father, he doesn't have mother. Why not show us? Showing us First of all, they needed to describe the kind of man he is. And you need to know that the possibilities, the activities, eh, and the structures surrounding a man is determined by his frame of reference. This is what I mean. If God is eternal, then his life is eternal. Then his realm is eternal. Then his structures are eternal. Are you get? Then his work is eternal. That is why salvation is eternal. Because the one that wrought salvation is eternal. This is the point I'm trying to make. He had this man is a priest and a king. And from what the scripture is saying, he says, without father, without mother, without descent, having neither beginning of days nor end of life, but made like unto the Son of God, abided a priest continually. It was already described. There is only a scope that captures this. There is only one frame of reference that captures all this possibility. It's only the eternal scope that captures it. So whatever this man is doing, whatever ministry he's doing, is eternal. So the scripture is trying to tell us, Pastor, that if we will understand priesthood in its original essence, we have to look at Melchizedek. And Melchizedek, his oppression is eternal. That means that priesthood that is not understood from the eternal perspective is fractured. So our attempt to execute God's agenda without first of all being ferried to the eternal realm to understand his origin, his correct context 
we fail so men will begin to judge their progress based on the things that they see in the natural and in time if we judge priesthood by time then Jesus failed in his prayer ministry is it not true? he prayed and died but it was the same book of Hebrews that began to tell us that he raised a strong cry to him that is able to save him if you were there if you were there with don't reduce don't reduce don't reduce don't reduce don't reduce you know sometimes there is something you hate you want to maintain it if you uh, we are sound men if you were there with Jesus on the day that he was crucified after if we are that's why that's why part of the things that made Peter give up is this thing I'm telling you they didn't understand priesthood when they went to pray with Jesus, they thought they needed to pray so that they would be delivered. Brothers and sisters, sometimes you need to pray so that you will die. The prayer of Jesus is to empower him to die. Meanwhile, when he died, the book of Hebrews told us he was delivered. What kind of mystery is this? If you are there with Jesus, you will think his death is the end. But from the eternal perspective, they, they said that his death is the deliverance. So there are many things that prayer brought around our life. So some people come and ask me, since I started praying, how many of you has happened to you? Since I started praying and fasting, it seems as if things started becoming hard around you. And all those things started question me that things are going well for since I got born again. I started following Pastor John. I don't know what is happening. Pastor, I will stop. You are you are a canaman, you are bound to time. God can't use people like you. You will see your friends and call them your enemies, and see your enemies and call them your friends. May God deliver us from the cause of that. Time is, time is precious. But it's only precious when we understand it from the scope, the context of eternity. When we see time from eternity, we will now see that it's, um, it's an avenue to make investment. So, it is not um, about the amount of time now. When we understand time properly, it's an investment that is made in time. So, in priesthood, the scripture is teaching us here, sir, that we need to be ferried. And for us to understand it, as is the pattern in the scripture, God has to send a man from a realm to mirror that realm. You see, this is what the scripture is trying to say here. If there is no pattern man, God doesn't expect us to live up to any standard. The reason is because there is nobody that can be a standard. For you to be a standard, you should have lived in this realm. Are you getting the point? So that we will now send you here. When you appear here, you will mirror that other dimension. That is why when Jesus is here, He will tell as my father said, the life I'm living is not my own. As I hear, I speak. The works I do is not my own, it's the works of my father. So, that means that that man has an ultimate assignment to mirror a realm that we are not seeing. Eh? He has been there. The scripture said, that no man have seen God at any time but the son 
that has been in the bosom of the father has both seen him and declared him so the authority of his revelation can be traced to his abiding his oneness eh? the life that we live as believers can be traced to the oneness that came as an act of god's sovereignty when he included us in christ jesus when we exercised our faith in him and what he did at that point what happened is that everything that jesus did became ours his experiences are ours it is not just that we are saved when he suffered we should expect to suffer because the inclusion uh, um, pertains to everything his riches his hours when he died the bible said that we should reckon ourselves indeed dead so when a man begins to walk the path of god one of the things he should expect is that a season will come when the reality the experience of the death the cross of jesus will now be walked inside of him so when that experience is you are being passed through that experience you need to understand from the perspective of eternity what god is trying to do when a man doesn't understand this he will say that since i got born again things became hard no you are included in christ even in his suffering even in his death such that everything that is carnal and fleshly we die a season will come when all your faith and hope is on christ alone so part of the reason why things became hard is so that you will make christ your only goal your only aim and your only hope if you can still run to your uncle that's what you're announcing it. if it was before you can run to your boyfriend you can run to your uncle you can run to your mother but now it's only jesus even if your uncle gave you he gave you because jesus released it as reverend taught us those days he said that is god is the only source men can be channels I will do fast and close because the spirit of revelation just came and if I if, if I dig deep into this thing we will travel very deep and then it is not enough that I brought revelation it is important that you also follow me you know that scripture that pastor read said that Jesus said I have many things to say but you can't bear them Pastor Geme, Jesus didn't say you can't hear them. There is a difference between hearing and bearing. They are not the same. Jesus didn't say you can't hear. You can hear, bear. You can't. That means your faculties have not been developed enough in the spirit to interact with that level of truth. The major thing that happens to a man when he gets born again is that he's faculties of interaction is activated that is what the scripture meant in the book of john chapter 3 verse 3 why not show us he said um, um except a man be born again he cannot see the word see there is perceived it means that there are faculties there are equipments to interact with a new realm now the kingdom realm it is that faculty that was activated and you now understood that you can give 10% of your salary 
a man outside of the scope of the king outside kingdom you are doing tight let me not say this but you need to see tight in the kingdom so that you will benefit from it so people give tight they never nothing comes because their faculties of interacting is a, is a, is a kingdom reality but their faculties of interacting in that is not activated yet. So they are just following, they are just doing norms. And what they are getting is messy drops. But there are people that know and know and know and know what they are doing. Their faculties have been activated. Their senses have been heightened. That is why the scripture said in the book of Hebrews chapter 5, it said that when you ought to be teachers, you need that people teach you what be the first principles. Now, he said, um, at, okay, I think this is chapter 6, but chapter 5, the last two or three verses, um, he said that strong meat is for them who are of full age. Now, that's not my target. My target is this. He said, them who have exercised their senses. So, first thing is that when you come into the kingdom in the book of John chapter 3 verse 3 are you with me? If you are with me, say Amen. Sorry, you know I'm facing only pastors and something happens. When you face pastors, you begin to speak at their level. So, you, I can assume all of you. Pray in tongues for 10 seconds. 10 seconds. Just pray in tongues. 10 seconds. 10 seconds. Te prene ne me hatos. Rambreta, Hatsasanaba, Shimron Toko Prono Hobosasanabada, Lem just ten seconds, Leferen de Berenoko Sasande, in Jesus' mighty. These guys, he said the truth. He's a man, he can pray. I don't care your age. Age is not important. So what we have touched in God has made me to understand that age is not important. If you are young and you have what people need, they will come. The driver in your office, is he not, is he not older than the man in the office? But what is he calling him, Sadadi? You have the paper, you have the money. There is a proverb in our land you should have learned it by now they said that is the one that has palm front that goat follows hmm? you know goat eats palm front is the one that has it that goat if you don't have palm front nobody will follow and when they are following they won't ask you your age let me tell you spirits will begin to converge around the ambience of a young man when he begins to do the work of elders so God will quickly leave a line and begin to speak to, to, to someone. He doesn't care his age. After all, how old was Jesus in the natural? But when he meet with her, he say, Children, do you have children? Do you have food to eat? Children. <laughs> children, do you have and we need to know. Don't don't touch. You need to know that physically Peter is older than him. But you come and say children. And Peter actually proved that he is a child. 
Because when Jesus left this boy, we could go fish. This Jesus, where would they follow? The guy don't die. We could find our way. Oh boy, find your way. Me and they go fish. They say, where could they go? Nobody will be our leader. Peter is a child. Jesus still brought him the fish. The same thing he used for him. He still brought him. The guy dived into the river. Because he, he, he reminded him that all these three and a half years he is still a babe. See, when the scripture says you can't bear, it means that even though your senses are activated, they are not exercised. Sometimes the purpose of praying in tongues for long is to exercise those senses. There is a way you pray in tongues for long, pray for long. You don't need to be a prophet. You can literally sense everything around you. The spirit of judgment will rest on you. What is the spirit of judgment? The spirit of judgment is the spirit that um, adjudicates in a matter. Decides whether a matter lines up with God's standard or not. That is God's standard. Uh, that is my pursuit as a person. Especially when I have noticed where God is taking me. And there are all kinds of ministers I meet along the way. There is no fast way to know. You need the spirit of judgment. So when, you, when there are certain people, once they come in my presence, something about me judges them. And it is not because there is some, they are not sinning. But there is something wrong. That is what the spirit of judgment. When a man prays for long, very long, eh, the spirit of judgment rests on him. And his very presence makes men to adjust their life. The, the spirit of judgment, that is actually a, an integral component of a revival movement. Because eh, a season will come where you might not have to preach to people. But when you appear before them, they begin to adjust their life. That means there is something in you that is judging them. Is it not true? The spirit of judgment. Okay. If priesthood, according to what scripture is teaching us, is traveling from eternity, and the most correct model is the one that Melchizedek showed us, then it means that if we have to be correct, we need to understand the Melchizedek order. And if we understand the Melchizedek order, we have to understand the Melchizedek purpose. See, this is how it works. God sustains a desire. Huh? After he sustained the desire, he now wills it. From there, he can't go back. Then he has a purpose to actualize his will. Then he has a plan. Then he has a mission. That is why most times when we teach, I don't know, they don't teach it much again in the body of Christ. The concept of the will of God. Because the concept of the will of God is tied to purpose. 
when we talk about the will of God and abiding to the will of God, what we are saying is that a man that is outside of the scope of the will of God can never possibly be achieving a purpose that is God's own. So God has a desire. He wills it and he has a purpose. That is why if a man must be in context, in fulfillment of purpose, he must have found out what the will of God is. Is it not true? It is when you find out the will, then you begin to take your bearing from that place. Huh? The revelation of God's will is, um, is, is our matching orders in the kingdom. So when the purpose is being born, we now have we have a plan in place. So God had a purpose and the plan when even though think in the eternal realm a few beings that has been existing before man knew that God has an intention, has a purpose, but they didn't know how God wants to achieve it. They didn't know that how God from the this revelation I just hope you will understand me. If you, if you ever understand me now, it will cure you of prayerlessness. It will cure you of inferiority. It will cure you of thinking that until you carry the mic, you have not done anything. It will cure you of rubbish in the body of Christ. You will begin to see yourself from the eternal perspective. You will judge your destiny and your purpose correctly. Because we can do many things here and then we go there. It doesn't amount to much in fulfilling what is God's purpose. Meanwhile, if we are correct here, it doesn't end here. Any man that is correct here is, is a dress rehearsal. We will now enter into the realm, the other realm, and begin to do it from eternity to eternity. Come and tell So this is what happen um, God had a purpose and he has a way by which he accomplishes actualizes his purposes that way is called priesthood so when he brought Melchizedek he is just trying to reveal in our natural order what is already trapped in the eternal order that is this priesthood is the priesthood after the eternal order. That means it is not born in this realm. It is not in context with this realm. It is from that realm. And he's telling us, if we will be correct in fulfilling God's purposes, we have to mirror our priesthood after that order. Meaning that that order, that priesthood, is actually how God fulfills his purposes. In other words, priesthood does, didn't start from man. I have always been teaching it. That this thing called prayer doesn't originate from man. If you want to pray well, in fact, men that pray well and pray long are men that finds what is in the heart of God. It is in the fellowship of burdens that you become correct and consistent in prayer. What did I say? It is in the fellowship of burdens that you become one, correct, two, consistent. Remember the scripture that said, um, Why are you asking me for these things? For car, for shoe, for everything. 
say, for these things you are asking for, your heavenly father know it. I want to ask, if God knows your prayer point, why are you praying? What is prayer point? You know many... <laughs> we need to be humble again in the body of Christ. Pastor. You see why we are weak? We have measured on the minor. Minor on the major. The problem is that the minor can be a major in the natural. But in the spirit is a minor. tell you pastor it's possible for you to have three jeeps total land cruiser and then have a hall that contains 10,000 people when you are coming for ten bodyguards will follow you but in the spirit you are laying the territory will be looking for a watcher a guider a guider after the order of Samuel, the Bible says, as long as Samuel was alive, the integrity of the territory of Israel was not breached. It was when they looked and they saw that none of Samuel's sons was rising after his order. They now said, give us a king. As long as Samuel was around, there was no need for a king. He was a guide. But he was a Rama. He was a Rama praying and prophesying. He didn't go to any physical war. But the territory was safe. His, his ranking in the spirit was so much that even when Saul appeared, Saul came now, he sent people, they came and started prophesying. He sent another one and they prophesied. Nayot in Ramah. Huh. Pastor Gemme, there is a place called Nayot in Ramah. An unbeliever stuck on enters that place and begins to prophesy. Even rebels, rebels become prophets. Such that he came to a point, they say, is, is Saul also among the prophets? That is such an ambience, a thick atmosphere. Priesthood there is so strong that even a rebel will become a believer. At Nayot in Ramah. We beg people too much. We beg, we beg, we beg because we have not, we have not uh, uh, um, created an ambience that can trap many possibilities. I found that people don't hate God as much as I thought. It is because we have not modeled God in such a way that they will believe and follow. It, we are forcing our type, what we think they should have is what we are forcing it down their throats. But the model that we make them to follow Jesus forever, we have not brought it. As long as he's lacking, men can't follow. Sometimes we look in Nigeria and say that people they, they are they are persecuting the church that do is the church. If we look where is the church that brought it on herself, we measured on the minor. Our priesthood became weak. When we go for all night VGs, we are asking for what the governor of Delta State can give you. So let's let's check it. The majority of our prayer point, governor can answer it. So why do they need to come? It's when a man appears and says, as, as long as I'm around, Boko Haram cannot enter Delta State. 
and Boko Haram tries to enter, they try to bring and then thunder will strike and kill 50 cows. Because for them, cow is more important than one cow is more important than everybody here. They get the message faster when cow die than when human being die. You wake up one day and stand on this pulpit and say that the man that said that the church will be will not hold that that man he will lose his first daughter because you are fighting against Jesus. And then in answer God now added the last daughter. If you come again and stand and say all you politicians be warned God is warning you they will listen to you. It's because they have found that our men of big men of God they have empty ways. So people are becoming atheists not because they want to. They left from church. Some of them are pastors. We showed them things they didn't encounter the true God. They didn't experience this thing themselves. What we model for them is what they can see and they cannot become. We didn't show them the eternal perspective. What we told them is that God's blessing, cash, is the end of it. Those things are just there to facilitate and help you. They are not the end in itself. So when a man doesn't get it, he becomes frustrated. Maybe God hates him and doesn't hate the other person. Meanwhile, he doesn't understand God's basis of judging from the spirit. He is not aware of kingdom reward system. Somebody can be poor in the natural and appear in the spirit and be a giant. I have 10 more minutes and then we pray. And then when we pray, listen to me, there is a crown that is on my head now. That guy there doesn't believe it. There is, there is a crown. But I, I'm feeling it literally. God will begin to touch people. I will, I will come on my God, and high-ranking angels will come, such that attend coronation services. Coronation. Even Jesus needed to be coronated. Some of you, your eyes will be washed with eyes out, and your perspective will change. It will affect your engagement in the things of God. You will see that what you call the end is just the means. When your understanding is enlightened, Victor, you will see that many things we call the end is only the means. It's the journey. It's the process. We stop because we think we have touched it. Meanwhile, the very thing that God gave you is what will help you on the journey. I've seen men labor for the anointing. They labor when they got the anointing, God gives they stopped. They didn't know that that is the means to the end. The anointing is to help you to get something done. So they stopped. The agenda of God stopped because this man lacked understanding. They didn't know 
that their permanent duty is to priesthood. Everything they have invested to make sure that God's purposes come to actualization in this realm. See, let me tell you, when I speak in the next five minutes, you will vow with your life that if God is looking for a man, why is he passing you? All the time, God will say, I'm looking for a man, and you are there. When will he find you? See, what I'm telling you is my prayer. Why is this nation lacking men of stature when I'm there? It means there is something deficient. There is something we need to touch. When we touch it, the territory will begin to respond. There is a voice men have in the spirit. It is not in the natural. When you speak, it is territories that respond to you. Your voice is no more an echo. It is a loud roar in the spirit. Yes. Things will begin to navigate. When you arise in the night and you cry, the, the, the atmosphere, the territory, the heavenly realm will be set on course to align to the desire that is in your heart. You can reduce it a little. Because as of that time, that man has entered the place where he is living is a revelation of God's will for a territory. God's plan is calcified. God's plan is modeled in the things that you do. You reduce this too much. May God help you. May God help you. Because we need to fly in five minutes. See, men are not weak. Men are not weak because they are weak. They are weak because their priesthood is weak. They have not been able to understand. The Bible said, Who will understand and seek me? So that I will stretch my hands. There is a way God will come down. And we will know that Jehovah Sabbath have not died. He is still alive. It is just that men that partners him has made him seem as if he is weak. So when the man called that, he said, Where is the Lord God of our fathers? He said, Go in this your might. Your problem is that you have not entered into the revelation of the resources that has been made available for the hour. It is not in God coming. It is in you arriving in that place. And then things will come. See, God will put his hands on young people. Though. Yes. Because it seems as if the older generation have become content with the way. In fact, these protests have showed us that it seems as if when people, they, they want to suppress you because they want the status quo to continue. Even though we have suffered enough in Nigeria for God to turn the tide, they still want it to continue because most of them is benefiting from it. No, no, we will say no. That is why God can't be expecting God to be still be anointing them. He must put hands on you your cry today is even if there is three people here that God will put his hands upon let it be me such that I will carry a dimension of God that my generation will begin to testify after now there is a dimension of God that cannot be hidden men that look down on you will know that indeed that the spirit of Elijah don't rest on Elisha it's a spirit. It's a spirit. When John the Baptist appeared, Jesus said, according to the scripture, he said that Elijah shall come back again before the great and the dreadful day of the Lord. He said, You are asking for Elijah. Don't you know that Elijah is in your midst? A spirit entered a man. And locust and white honey was his food. He dwelt in the wilderness. His desire is to see the kingdom come. The scripture said that John was in the wilderness and his spirit 
and he said that the kingdom of God cometh and he was baptizing men in that place and he said look that the axe is laid upon the trees and they will be cutting down and they will be put into the fire but he prophesied about the regime that is about to come he said that he that is coming after me question heaven is asking who are we going to send who will go for us you have a prayer in one minute here I am send me send me here I am send me there are vacant seats and thrones in heaven what is happening in our generation now is a proof that men have vacated their seats and thrones and God is looking for men to replace them 
I want you to pray in the next one minute. Find me, 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 find me. Find me.